my dad always kind of taught me just show up like even if you yeah. don't have all the answers just show up and like learn what you can yeah. ask so, questions man ask I mean, I, questions yeah i remember through my career when i first started yeah. i just asked every i mean i would sit down with people for an hour every day mm-hmm. yeah and that it just reminded me like i feel like people don't do that enough anymore Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Welcome, welcome. God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast. My name is Andrew Teifke, and I'm here with Matthew (laughs) Roberts. And today's episode is a, a good one, to say the least. Um, I really like our podcast guest. Yeah, he was great, man. What's his name again? Joseph Dunn. I'm just kidding. I knew it. Old Jay Dunn. Old Joseph. Doesn't go by Joe because he's distinguished. Um, great dude. Yeah. He's a banker. Mm-hmm. And how do we first meet him? He actually invited me out for lunch probably two years ago, and we went to Lambert's, had some good barbecue. Oh, nice. And then we just stayed in touch. Yeah. yeah, so he reached out, which was pretty cool. Right, yeah, and then you introduced me to him, mm-hmm. um, and just uh, because he's such a, a sweetheart, I switched our bank accounts over to his bank. He's with Guarantee Bank mm-hmm. here in Austin, mm-hmm. um, great local bank. Um, there's lots of benefits to uh, banking with a local banker, which we get into in this episode, um, as well as learn about Joseph's story. Um, but anyways, he was a great, he was a great interview. Yeah, good guy to know. It's always good to you know have a banker that you can text message and call and talk sure. to on the weekend. So have a personal relationship with yeah, them. Yeah, that's critical. Yeah, and we're just excited to keep building that relationship with him. And as we know, you, you get with a good banker or, or anybody in life, and you try to grow together. So for sure, he's a younger guy, and he's going to be here in Austin for 20, 30 years, which mm-hmm. is exciting to know that we're all going to just you know, come up in the city together. Right, yeah. Very exciting, yeah. So you guys are going to enjoy this episode for sure. Um, a little housekeeping. Um, we have some bad news, guys. One of our uh, tree team members, family members, Gabby, um, who is our administrative assistant, she lives in Mexico. Um, and the other night, unfortunately, her house was burglarized and uh, her computer was stolen along with her savings um, in the form of uh, cash money. And... Um, so what we're doing um, is we're calling our um, listeners, you guys, uh, to help. Um, we're pitching in uh, where we can to, to help her out, and um, so we wanted to call you guys. There's a link for a GoFundMe um, down below. Um, if you feel led to um, donate anything, um, would be appreciated. Um, Gabby is the sweetest girl in the world, um, the hardest worker. She's Employee of the Month every single month. Um and she would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, and even if you don't donate money, just keeping her in your mind and prayers and maybe sharing the link to other people that might be willing to help out, we would love to exceed all the limits and goals with what we're trying to raise for her just because even what Andrew said, she's just a great person, a great worker, and you know, $100 over there is uh, worth a lot more than $100 here. So right. whatever we do is going to be extremely helpful and beneficial for Gabby, and um, yeah, we appreciate everyone's support. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So um, if you feel led to, please go show, show her some love. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, another little bit of housekeeping um, is that our YouTube channel is growing, baby. 
we have these vlogs coming out on a weekly basis, and um, they're super <laughs> entertaining. Um, hate to toot our own horns. <laughs> uh, they are, and they're also like super informative. So like yeah. last week's, we uh, went down to New Braunfels, looked at an Aplex, which you ended up closing on mm-hmm. with a couple partners. Um, and in this vlog, you know, we um, showed everybody what that was like and kind of ran them through the numbers and um, how you guys are, are doing that. Um, so go over to our YouTube channel. It's uh, the Young Wild Financially Free uh, YouTube channel. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. I want to point out one thing with all these videos that we make. A lot of people could see you know, us posting about buying an Aplex as bragging or trying to show off, and that's not what we're trying to do. Right. The true, honest goal here is to show people what we are doing and show them what can be done. Right. And you know, we if anyone's out there trying to do the same thing, you know, we're ha- happy to bring on partners or help you find the same deals. But we want to literally show you every single step and answer any question and provide real value, numbers, financing, like what did we do to close the deal? And so we're just here to be that resource. And if you have specific questions, goals, thoughts, like just reach out. We want to help you guys. We're passionate about what we do, and we're trying to show how we're getting there and how we're doing it with the goal of helping other people get there as well. Right, yeah, 100%. Um, we just want to provide value in any way. Um, and so we're just documenting the process, really. Um, so go check that out. Uh, thank you guys for doing that. Um, we're excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Be sure to leave this podcast a review if you guys like it. Um, you know, you guys listening is why we do this. And so leaving a review is... Um, just letting us know kind of what you like, and we appreciate you guys. Go get yourself a good banker. Yeah. Call Joseph Dunn. Bye-bye. How you doing, man? Good. How are y'all doing? Good, buddy. Good. Thanks Thanks for for coming uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah. Um, So, like I mentioned off air, we kind of want to dive into your story, um, and then kind of learn about what you're doing present day, um, and dive a little bit into that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm going to act like I don't know anything about you. Yeah. It's the first day. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, where are you from originally? Um, actually from here in Austin. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I grew up in South Austin in the Circle C, uh, yeah, Circle C, Oak Hill kind of area. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were born in Austin? Well, okay. So I was born in Philadelphia. You liar. I know. I was born in Philadelphia, but moved here when I was like two months old. Okay, so, cool. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Fine print. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't tell anybody. Sure, yeah. Well, never one Yeah, secret right. between you and I. Sure. Um, yeah, so I uh, I grew up uh, for the first seven years of my life in South Austin as well. Oh, cool. In yeah. Shady Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right down I went the road. to Manchac Elementary nice. for a couple yeah. years. Um, then I moved up to Round Rock where I met this guy. Yeah. Um, and then was there, you know, going forward. Um, so are you an only child or um, how many siblings? Uh, I'm the oldest. Um, I've got two siblings. Okay. And uh, we're all pretty close in age. My brother's a year younger than I am and my sister's two years younger than I am. So we were pretty, we were the close bunch growing gotcha. up. Yeah. Are yeah. in Austin still? Yeah, they, they actually uh, live in South Austin still. Um, so my brother um, is, is going to A&M still. Um, so he's back. He's kind of doing some work. Um, like taking some time off to work, but yeah, he's still here. Gotcha. It's fun. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And you went to AM too? I did. Yeah, that's how, um, that's my connection with Matt. But um, yeah, pound it, baby. Um, but Are yeah, your parents to, Aggies? Yeah, my mom is. <clears throat> okay, cool. Um, actually, funny story. So my mom went to UT for three years, oh. had to drop out to take care of her mom with some medical issues. Okay. And then 
she actually like became a Christian, and then she said she saw the light and went to A and M. So <laughs> she finished her degree at A and M, and uh, will just bleed maroon like yeah. till the day wow. she, she goes. So that's awesome. I was, there was no way I was going to UT. Like no offense to anybody, but right, I was. Yeah. I just wanted to be at. I wanted to be an Aggie since I was a, a baby. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super so, cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, growing up, uh, did you play any sports? I did, yeah. So I uh, was on a rowing team uh, on Town Lake, okay, Ladybird Lake, yeah, as it's called, right. And I uh, did that for four years. Uh, was team captain last year and got to compete all over the country. Went to nationals and kind of an unconventional sport. You know, I didn't play basketball or football, but I kind of wanted to do something different. And uh, how did you cool get into man. that? Was that like a, offered as like a, a club sport at school or like people um, were trying to like recruit? Uh, my mom just like wanted me to do it. Like honestly, she forced me. Like, oh nice. We, me and my brother both were in eighth grade, and we started in eighth grade. Okay. Um, so we just my mom like wanted us to do something different. Ultimately, hoping for another scholarship because she knew we weren't talented enough baseball, <laughs> basketball, and football wise. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of a shot at a scholarship. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a failed. One. How the, I was about to say how <laughs> that worked out I hate for to you. Spoil it, but no, we, <laughs> nothing happened with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was fun. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You still do that at all? Um, I have a good relationship with the owner down there at, at Texas Rowing Center, mm-hmm. um, and I'll go down sometimes um, just to take a boat out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm definitely missed the routine and I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure out my my like life capacity to do that more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you go do a solo? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my I could take my brother, but yeah, it's a solo thing. Got I'm it. Just kind of go for a run. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and what did your parents do when you were growing up for a living? Yeah, so my dad for the first ten years of my life was a printer, so he worked in a print shop. Okay. Um, didn't he didn't have a college degree? Um, was just kind of a blue-collar guy, worked really hard, like, provided for us. Um, but, like, as we were getting older in school and he wanted to send us to private school and pay for sports, like, we all played instruments. Uh-huh. So he wanted to pay for that. Um, so he went to night school and got a, an associate's degree of some kind to get, like, an IT consulting degree. Um, so he started his own company. Oh, wow. Um yeah, when I was in, I guess I was a teenager by then. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he was a kind of an IT consultant and still does that to this day. Mm-hmm. And my mom is a landscape architect, so she did kind of freelance architecture wow. on the side. Yeah. But she raised us, so we were actually homeschooled up until eighth grade. Okay. So she was like my teacher until eighth grade. So That's that, awesome. That's kind of what she did. Yeah. yeah. How did you, um, what was it like, uh, I guess, between you know being homeschooled and then Here's, going in? Here comes the question. Uh, how many friends did I have? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was prom like? Yeah. <laughs> My living room was dark. Uh, uh, sorry, what was your question? Well, it was just like, um, did you enjoy like being homeschooled more um, with that, like I guess, kind of like yeah. stay-at-home structure, or did you like the public school kind of structure? Yeah, because I kind of had a little bit of both. Um, I think in, like at the time I didn't like homeschooling because I felt like I was missing out. Uh-huh. Um, but then getting into public school and then eventually going to A and M, I felt like I was able to um, kind of be a more more I show more initiative. Like I had to be a lot. I had to be a self starter in mm-hmm. a lot of areas growing yeah. up just because I didn't have a lot of like a classroom setting or a structure. Like we kind of woke up in our PJs and did school. Yeah. Um, so I learned a lot of like self starting behavior that I think really helped me. So I think in hindsight, I'm really glad. Sure. Um, I love to read and I think I learned that through homeschooling. And I awesome. have a really good relationship with my parents, I think too, from having them like pretty involved in my schooling. Right. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Do you know how mom and dad met? Because if mom was a, you know, Christian Aggie, I don't know how your dad snacked her. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They met in Philly. So my mom, after she graduated, went up to Philadelphia to work at an architecture firm. Yeah. And they just met at church and literally met and four months later got married. Wow. Yeah. So That's quick. That still blows me away. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah. And still together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got a great... Wow. They've got a great relationship. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool. cool. I'm very blessed to be able to kind of be around that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, So, I know you said your uh, parents kind of... Well, your mom kind of forced you into rowing. Yeah, yeah. uh, Gave you some direction there. Did they give you any direction on what to do when going into college as far as, like, getting a degree and, like, what kind of career path you wanted to choose? Um, so they, yeah. You're good. <laughs> cool. Uh, they didn't actually. Okay. Um, which to some people is a blessing. Um, I think I would have wanted that a little bit, a little bit more of, hey, you should try this or you should do this. Sure. Um, they were very supportive of just do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of standing there like, what does that look like? Like yeah. I didn't have, um... I guess I didn't have the a burning desire to do one thing in particular. I went through phases like everybody. Um, sure. In high school, I thought I wanted to be a police officer. So I did a lot of ride-alongs with APD. Very cool. Wow. I had a lot of friends that did it and are still in today. Um, so I thought I wanted to do that. I went to A&M. Um, I joined the Corps. So I was in the Corps for four years. Wow. thought I wanted to be in the military. Um, God kind of changed my heart with that. Yeah. But... Um, to answer your question, no, they didn't. They didn't really push me in, into a, a degree decision or gotcha. a, a, like a career, right. a career decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did your I know that so I know your mom wanted you to go to college. Yeah, about you guys? But did they? Did your parents ever like push you in a direction? Push me to college. Yeah, that was yeah it. exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what mine was. Yeah, but yeah. nothing within it. I mean, I told her that I wanted to because she my mom had bought some rental properties. Yeah, and I was like, I want to just get into real estate. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you do that, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I was like, well, it's going to take <laughs> okay. a year to get my first commission, so right. I guess I'll go to college. Yeah. 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 So I was, you know, I was blessed that she paid for school, and I was yeah. able to get my license at school. But, yeah, same. Like, she, you know, I did history degree and social work minor, uh-huh. and my mom could care less what I picked. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you choose social yeah. work? I didn't, I, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, I mean, we were friends for years. Yeah. You're hiding us from it. It was interesting. It was a, I mean, I, I was pretty intense into it and, and just the idea of doing good and, and helping each other, and other people yeah. has always been something that has been in my heart. Yeah. And I mean, it was pretty intense. Like it's not that I, like I'm politically, I'm kind of like libertarian, a little bit more conservative, but like the social work deal was like very, very liberal and mm-hmm. yeah. like people that think completely different than I sure. did. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like having these new ideas and seeing things and similar, like going on these ride alongs with, people from cps oh wow and you hear Man. i remember like i remember literally crying in one of my classes because someone was telling me about the horror stories yeah like a little kid stepped on her mom's needle ah, and her yeah. mom beat her because ah, of it yeah i was like oh yeah what it's, in the it's world? real stuff and then yeah. i went to these like detention houses or whatever with the kids that they pick up that are crossing the border mm. and they're just holding them there um so yeah, I, I wanted to to do something with it yeah and but i like you look into like social work and like i have so much respect for them but their whole deal is keep the family together and they they, like have very little pull to to actually at least what i saw to make a big difference yeah and you barely make any money you know so right i took the business route to maybe somehow help out later right 
give back. Yeah. yeah. But I know yours, your tough. mom was the same, right? Yeah. I mean, my, my parents didn't give me any sort of direction. Yeah. Maybe uh, that's a common thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They why. probably shouldn't, though, right? Like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the question. I don't right. know. I mean... I mean, you can you know look at it from either way. Yeah. I similar to you. I wish my mom or yeah. my dad had given me like, hey, do this. Yeah. I know my mom said like, hey, nursing is a a good degree. There will be a high demand for jobs. Sure. And I heard that from one of my teachers too. So I was like, that's on to something. So I started yeah. off college doing nursing, but I ended up hating it. Mm. Um, Wait, I thought you did sports management. I did. I ended up. Oh, gotcha. I ended okay. Up, yeah. Very coming cool. around to uh, sports management. Yeah. And minored in business. Um, and that's only because I play football and yeah. I was like, I like sports. <laughs> um, yeah. that did not work out for me. It's a thread. You yeah. Know, you got to follow it. Right. But if, I mean, I just feel like, you know, the parents, they, it's not like they have everything figured out. Right. Yeah. And to try and guide you and, and say right. they did tell you to do nursing or whatever it would be, then we're going to have the opposite question. Yeah. yeah. You, you just think, don't know what yeah. you actually need and yeah. it's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like just human nature. Yeah. Like we always think the grass is always greener, right? For sure. So it's like if something happened, we wish it had happened a different way. For sure. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but what did you end up getting your degree in? So I studied international business. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I loved traveling. I loved culture. Uh-huh. Um, I actually thought I would, I really wanted to become, I wanted, I really wanted to work for the state department. Um, work in some kind of ambassador role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought maybe if I can do something international with a degree, that'll kind of fast track me there. Um, but really ended up wanting to do business and ideally would want to work with companies that, you know, are all over the world and yeah. be able to kind of be a centerpiece for different cultures, like kind of the intersection of that. Sure. So I'd studied international business. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then, uh, you graduated college. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And what was the, what was the next step after that? Yeah. Uh, last year of college, um, didn't really know what post college life was going to look like. I mean, I had a lot of different leads. Um, but I ended up through a connection with the core, ended up, uh, getting connected with the president of a bank, Mm -hmm. um, who we had lunch. And kind of one of the classic Aggie connections. I mean, just really, really wanted to help me get mm-hmm. on my feet and, and kind of give me a good entry-level job. And banking was definitely not on my radar, like, years before. I mean, it wasn't like I would go to sleep at night just wishing I could be a banker one day. Yeah. Um, but I think after thinking about it and realizing that banking is such a an interesting position to look at so many types of businesses mm-hmm. and be able to interact with, like, decision-makers... Um, I really saw the value in taking that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I prayed a lot about it and, and consulted a lot of people about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, ultimately chose to go with go a community bank um, in Houston. So I moved to okay. Houston after A&M. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, because I didn't want to move right back to Austin. That just felt too easy. Yeah. You know, like too familiar. Um, I had but, a similar feeling. Yeah. Uh, during college and after college, I was like, Man, I'm done with that town. That's I'm right. not coming back. I'm gonna go, you know, do my own. I'm gonna thing. make my way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like two years when I was, I went to Houston as well. Oh, right college. on. Okay. Um, and two years after that, I was like, I gotta get back home. Yeah. Well, like, you lasted now. longer than I did. I did nine months. Oh boy. So yeah. I, that's how long. That's when I realized I gotta get out of yeah, here. Yeah. Sure. I just Couldn't quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys um, are like shadowing each other your whole lives. I know. Yeah. I'm South Austin, yeah, yeah. Houston. Yeah. Um, this is Andrew's world. We're just living in it. Yeah, oh, I'm exactly. just living in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so what were you doing in Houston? Um, I mean, so I did not have like a banking. I didn't have any experience banking. So literally yeah. for the first two months, I was a teller. Um, okay, so I was a cool. teller for two months. 
And then, like, I was just so hungry to learn. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn everything about, like, how to make a loan. What does it look like? What is, you know, just how to run a business. So I just asked a million questions and got, you know, promoted to, like, private banker, which is kind of the, the actual account opening person. Mm-hmm. And then eventually got promoted to, a, like, a deposit um, business development officer. And then eventually, you know, became kind of a lender. So, yeah, just kind of learned from the ground up. Yeah. And just was... Just Seems like that's a, that happened pretty quickly. Yeah, moving through those stages. Yeah, uh, I think I just um, I don't think I just showed a lot of initiative yeah. and just wanted to learn. Yeah. And uh, my dad always kind of taught me just show up. Like even if you yeah. don't have all the answers, just show up and like learn what you can. Yeah. Ask questions, like, man. Ask I a mean, ton I, of questions. Yeah, I remember through my career when I first started, yeah. I just asked every. I mean, I would sit down with people for an hour every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it just reminded me like I feel like people don't do that enough anymore. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know if the. I mean, we're kind of all the same generation. If that's a humility thing, if we think like, I mean, I don't know. If we don't. We don't want to get into like the entitlement stuff. But I mean, that sure. ma- that might be a thing. Yeah. Like maybe why people don't ask questions. Yeah. Um, but it's so important. I mean, I, I feel like important. I don't do it yeah. as much as I should now. Yeah. I mean, I just like stopped. Yeah, yeah. Need to pick it back up. Yeah, and I think maybe I think I am not uh, prone to ask a ton of questions, and. I've gotten better at it, you know, as the years have gone on, but especially, like, during college, you know, coming out of college, I wouldn't do that, mm. and I think it's because I had a fear that, like, that person would think I was stupid, mm. or that I was, <laughs> what, that's not funny, <laughs> I'm telling you my insecurities. No, no, no I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm relating to that, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, or that, you know, I was inconveniencing the other person. Yeah. Um, it's hard, though, it's hard to even think of what to ask, like. When yeah. you don't know, there's so much you don't you, know. Yeah, you're, what, right. you're right. And it comes yeah. down to that. Like, I don't want to yeah. show how much I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I would ask so many questions, and then they'd be like, "That's a great question. I don't know that." Oh, nice. You know? It's like, yeah. yeah. And it's I think especially being in like a business development role, or mm-hmm. you guys like kind of the, the face of a company, you don't want to seem like you don't mm-hmm. have the answers. So you know, it makes it even harder. Yeah. Um. So you kind of have to like mentally, know, like write down like, oh, okay, I need to I need to ask so and so that question later. Right. So. Um, but I think, man, humility is huge. I think people respond well to it. Mm-hmm. I think we probably overestimate how much people look down you on You probably know this quote. Questions. You're a quote guy. It's something about, like, <laughs> ask the question right now and seem like an idiot for 10 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't ask it now. Be an idiot for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, too. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, so you were in Houston for nine months yep. at that same bank. Yeah. Then what, was there an opportunity back in Austin? Was yeah. that the next step for you? Is that coming back to Austin? Yeah. So, um, in January of, I guess this was 17, um, some restructuring, I got a new boss. Okay. We had to sit down and, um, kind of found out that he heard that was from, from Austin mm-hmm. and just asked me like point blank, like, Hey, do you want to move back there? I mean, I don't know if we have a position open yet, but like, what are your hopes Mm-hmm. And I said, at that time, I was nine months into Houston, so I was like, yeah, you yes. know, yes, I would like to leave. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, just seeing what he could do, and then called me that night and said, hey, I had uh, dinner with the CEO, like, he's open for you to move into Austin, uh-huh. and like, how does three weeks sound? So I moved in like three weeks wow. later, was uh, working in the office in Austin, and uh, yeah, that's how I got back. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super cool, super fortunate fortuitous you know yeah yeah yeah, for sure um and that was guarantee bank the whole time no so that was a bank called green bank um okay and uh yeah so green bank was in houston and then they moved me to to austin okay yeah 
And then when did the yeah switch happen? So two years or about a year and a half ago, um, they got bought out by another bank, which is pretty common in banking. Like people like names change, banks merge. Okay. Um, and they just got bought out by a bigger bank, and I didn't know it was my first merger. Like I had no. You know, I don't know if I was going to get fired or if I was going to get promoted. Yeah. You know, it's like a, you know, glass case of emotion. Right. Um, but I had some friends who told me like, Hey, you might want to just put your resume out there and just see what happens. Sure. Um, but guarantee kind of heard about me through a connection and they reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, we've heard some good things about you and we would really like to have you over here and had, you know, lunch with the market president and then. The rest is history. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very yeah, that's cool. How that's how I'm at guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So do you know, um, did you quit before, I guess, during that merger from the uh, the last bank? Yeah. So do you know if, <laughs> what, if what, what your fate would have been? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good question. Uh, I don't know what my fate would have been. I think I would have been fine. Better to not know. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> I'm sure I would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a really good relationship with the, the market president at that bank. And so I think we... I think he would have probably put a, put in a good word for me to stay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, tell us about Guarantee Bank. Yeah. Uh, Guarantee is um, a Texas bank. Yeah. So we're a community bank. Um, we've been around for over a hundred years. We started in 1913, up in Northeast Texas. Um, actually, not like very rarely. Um, do banks stay the same name and guarantee is like one of the few banks that I know like they have not changed their name they've never merged they've never been bought they've just kind of slowly grown through relationships with Texas with Texans yeah so um, got they've got like branches all over Texas and Austin's kind of their newest market Uh Um, but so it's kind of exciting to be kind of at a it feels like a new bank, you right? Because we're kind of in like startup mode of like we're getting the word out. Yeah. Um, but it's been around for over a hundred years. That's cool. But um, yeah, full service bank. We do business banking, uh, personal banking, mm-hmm. treasury management, wealth management, all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I know that uh, I'm gonna ask you, but I know Matt, you could contribute to this. But so, like, what's the benefit of working with you guys as opposed to like, you know, your typical yeah corporate. Uh, I don't want to say any names, but you know, those kind of things. Sure. Right. Wells Fargo. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, uh, Or Bank of America or something sure, like that. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. um, I've always heard that, you know, there's, you know, benefits to, you know, have these Let me take it from here. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let Matt answer this one. I can give my two cents. Yeah, no, but. it's, I mean, I've, I've learned through talking to lots of, it started with trying to get creative on getting loans because yeah. I had no W-2 income, so I've gone all different routes of, Hard money, private money, yeah, you know, and I then I started, you know, eventually graduating to banks mm-hmm. and learning what's the difference between a Wells Fargo and a community yeah. bank, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you just get to know somebody; it's very personal. They understand your needs and your desires, and they took a big chance on me personally as a borrower, and it's been huge. And it's not nothing that any other bank would do. I've already talked to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just amazing. Like you just get a customer service, um, catered to what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Simplest things like, you know, he'll, he'll mail a check for me yeah. or, or, you know, pick up a key or whatever it may be. Yeah. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. And you don't realize that until you're in crunch time when you need help. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause Wells Fargo is not going to do that for you. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so those simple things, but then it just gets better and better. Like they, you grow with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so, 
I I love it. it yeah, it's a world to me. Yeah, we've I mean we love working with Tree Homes and Matt and you and like yeah. I mean it's been a huge blessing for us to like get connected to you guys and I mean I think you hit it on the nail the nail on the head. I mean I have a lot of friends who work at bigger banks, so I'm not really gonna say anything like. We all have our strengths. Yeah. I think bigger banks can handle bigger loan volume. They can do bigger deals. Like, we can't do a $100 million mall loan, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Um, so there's just different strengths. Um, I think our strength is in that relationship piece. Right. In the, like, we know Andrew, we know Matt, we know Tree Homes. Like, maybe they don't have the W-2 income to show it, but, like, they have, it, they have experience. Or, like, they've just got a really good team, and mm-hmm. we want to believe in that. We want to, like what you said kind of take a chance on that yeah and i mean there's a limit to that i mean we're not a venture capital right company but sure um i think we're really flexible i think we can stretch for a lot of our borrowers especially when they have like ties to the community um we know who they've been working with um i mean just the access to a banker you know you have my cell phone number Mm -hmm. you can text me at 11 o'clock on a saturday night and I'll, you know, yeah. I'll answer. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Just, you know. Legitimately, like, I, I legitimately feel like Wells Fargo or, or certain lenders yep. are looking for ways or reasons not to give you a loan. Yeah. They're like, it's tough, well, man. how do you not fit in our box so we can say no? Yeah. Right. And you guys, I feel like, are looking for reasons it's, to it's do It's the loan. opposite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, we... It's just opportunistic. Yeah. We want to say, we, we very rarely say no. We want to say, like, like... It's a little sticky right now. Let's see what we can do to 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 change things up or how they look, um, and try to help you get there. Like we really want to, like what you said, grow with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like I said, it's different strengths. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think bigger banks have the volume, like because of the brand recognition. Like right. they don't really need to say yes to you. Right. Because once you leave, there'll be a hundred more right behind you. Sure. Yeah. So there's not the need of saying yes to everyone so we're yeah we're, yeah i mean they're obviously huge yeah great businesses yeah. like i wish yeah, yeah, i would have started well yeah right? exactly yeah but i mean you can decide you know as a borrower which is people coming to you do you want to be one of those thousand and they could care less or do you want to be an important client to the bank yeah mm-hmm. i mean you know we've yeah exactly i mean i think you know we've had you out hunting like we'll take you to lunch yeah. and like just get to know you and like where you want to go and then even like connecting you with like some of our clients, right. like other clients in the bank that are like, hey, they need a property management company right. or, hey, they need a realtor. Um, just stuff like that where it's yeah. like, it's kind of a, it kind of takes a village. You know, that's kind of that's our, a good point. That's you're, kind of our approach. We're a team. Yeah. Like we're helping each, I'm helping you, you're helping me. Yeah. And that's not the relationship at the big banks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the answer is like, I think it's a relationship and yeah. I think it's, I think people respond really well to that. Mm-hmm. And I think people really want that. I mean, we are a technology culture. Um, so the, the face-to-face is a little bit, like, it seems like it's fading away. Or at least, like, some companies want you to believe that. For sure. Like, some banks don't really think that it's necessary to have a banker. You yeah. know, it's like, just kind of go online and get the answers. Right. But it's like, man, how do you wrestle through the questions of, what does it mean to buy a home? What does it mean to acquire a company? Yeah. If man, like that's a person to person conversation, right? Um, and we want to have that. Like, but if we're not the answer, like we at least want to be like getting you farther down the road. Yeah, that's so. huge. And and I, I mean, I sell it as much as I can. It's like, legitimately, like for me, the line of credit and the opportunity is life changing. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, totally. You're actually helping change. Totally. My life. Yeah. That's, that's not talk. I know. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that makes me happy. Yeah. You know, like one of my passions is like just connecting people and helping people and like right. getting them to where they want to be. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be overly humble, but like if that's not us, I want to connect you to someone that can. Right. So, I mean, you know, I hope it's us. But the, the crazy thing is it, it is you guys. Like yeah. I've, I have talked to almost every bank. Yeah. And nobody would do the things that y'all have done for me. Yeah. So... Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, yeah, that. I mean, really? Yeah. I really have talked to, like, yeah. I talked to everybody. And I think there's, I mean, I mean yeah, we're, like, complimenting each other. This is awesome. But, <laughs> like, I think there's more room to grow. Like, yeah. this is just the beginning. Well, like, the I reason think, I'm saying that, like, yeah. I, I posted on my Facebook this little video, like, yeah. got this line of credit. I remember that, yeah. And everyone's reaching out to me, like, how do I get that? I'm like, well, just talk to Joseph, and yeah. here's how you have to start. And yeah. It's just something I legitimately believe in. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way in helping them try to get along that path. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. very cool. That's something that, you know, I mean, relationships is what set you, sets you guys apart. Um, and that's something that all of our listeners can relate to and that we can relate to. Working Absolutely. in the real estate industry, it's yeah. like relationships is like the biggest thing that like helps yeah. realtors and anybody in this totally. industry. And you don't hear that often, though. Like, yeah. I've just learned, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've literally just learned about like this next level of banking. Right. I wish I would have done this five years ago, but... It's not. I'm. I'm just throwing it out there so no, much totally. because people yep. don't even think about it. They don't yeah. understand what is a community bank. They don't even know what that is. Right. I mean, we've had this conversation. Like we both banked with the bank that we've banked with for right. the first eighteen years of our life. Like yeah. nobody just thinks what what else there could be. What yeah. Other, what is another? Well, because you think you're with. So. Well, I'm with Wells Fargo, so I'm you know, or Bank of America. Like yeah. That's that's as good as it gets. Right. Yeah. That's better than this name, right. which that's I've never I, heard of. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Not true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, misconceptions out there that we have to kind of correct people on and and kind of show them, you know, like the relationship piece, meeting people, taking them out to coffee, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with you that like you're saying like in today's age of technology. Um, it's kind of getting away from like face to face, like human yeah. interactions. Yeah. And I think that like it's in our human nature that we desire that. Like that's something that like we want, whether we know it consciously or not. Yeah. Um, is like if we were just on our you know phone all day with no human interaction, we would go absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and so like talking to someone face to face and having a relationship with someone like really sets you apart, honestly, nowadays, and and goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't even think. Because we think of technology as, like, giving us more free time. Yeah. I, like, I don't actually think, like, a ton of free time makes us happy. No, Like, if you cut off that human interaction part, Mm -hmm. like, you're kind of cutting out a huge, like, funnel of happiness. I mean, that's a little ooey-gooey, but, like, I believe that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I guess on a personal side, um, have you started investing in any real estate or have any plans to? Um, I mean, I think just being around Matt has kind of stoked the fire. Oh, yeah, exactly. um, like, especially guys that, that you've worked with, like younger guys um, who are kind of getting in the game. Um, I definitely am interested. Like, I... One one day, like, so a little st- a story about my parents. Like, they were, a, like, really in debt. Uh-huh. Um, they went through the Dave Ramsey program and, like, just cut out all debt. But they never really thought beyond that of like, oh, let's create wealth, right? Um, and like kind of live, kind of in financial freedom. They just yeah. they thought zero debt. That's the goal. <laughs> and then um, reading Rich Dad Poor Dad and like just getting to know you guys has really opened my eyes to the fact that like you know you can have mailbox money coming in, right? And be able to like kind of live a life that you want. And I don't mean to say that as I hate banking. 
But just the idea of like maybe cutting hours back or not feeling like you need to take a promotion if that's going to cut back time on with your family right. because you already have this income yeah. coming in. Um, so I like that. I uh, like the idea of like creating that for my family. Mm-hmm. I come from a family of entrepreneurs, so yeah. I think that would kind of be my entrepreneur bone, you know, in a way to kind of uh, scratch. Is there like yeah. a, is there any kind of conflict of, let's say we were to partner together and get a loan through your bank? Is yeah. Any kind of conflict or... Um, are we on air? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I, just, uh, I have to double check I was on just that. Curious, like, I don't that, think so. Or even yeah. just yourself getting a loan through. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, because I think if, yeah, employees get, I think, yeah, I don't think there'd be a conflict there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just curious. That's a good question. Yeah, I've definitely thought about it. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to talk to you guys more about partnering up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So is your mom still doing the uh, landscape architecture? Yeah, she is. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. Now that we're all out of the house, she has kind of, like, I think my old room is now her office, and so she kind of rent, kind of invested more time into that and growing it, and she's got her landscape crew that we'll put in, so she'll design the yard, and, and then she'll have a crew go put it in. And That's cool. So, yeah, she's still doing it. she go all out on her own house? Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it totally looks great, and... uh I think all the kids kind of have a green thumb too. Really? Like we all kind of like cool. we know how how a yard looks. Yeah. And so like when you were saying you were starting your lawn business, yeah. that like got me fired up. Really? Because I mean, when I was twelve, I started a lawn company. Yeah. Like my, you know, just me and my brother up and down the street. Right. Yeah. And uh, I still miss that. Yeah. You know? I kind of miss cutting lawns. Right. Yeah. So it's fine. Team, team up right here. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. I just bought my truck last week. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Let's so do it. making moves. All right. Dude. So Saturday at nine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I guess going forward, I know you said your entrepreneurial bug will be like probably real estate. Yeah. Um, what is like your goal professionally or personally in life, like long term? What does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I I mean, I come from a family of, of entrepreneurs, and so I would like one day to, to own my own company. Uh-huh. Um, my, real, my first real job, I was a busboy at Hula Hut. Okay, cool. And um, worked there for every summer, pretty much in college. I would just come home and yeah. work and kind of move my way up. And I really learned to love the restaurant business. And I loved, like, the, the hustle and, and just the, like, you can create a culture yes. in a building. And, like, the hospitality industry just has always really attracted me. So who knows? But I think one day, maybe 10, 15 years down the road, you know, your own or less, you know, yeah. it's like opening my own restaurant or, right. um, yeah, That'd be cool. yeah, I, me and my brother both have like done really well in the restaurant industry okay. like in terms of promotion and like kind of how we can handle it. Yeah. Um, so I think now that I've kind of had the banking business background and he can kind of do something else in it, like we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, what is, is he, he's still at A&M, right? Yeah. What's he getting his degree in? He's doing industrial distribution. Okay. Yeah, but he's actually man. He manages one of the bars there. Okay. Yeah. So he Northgate on Northgate. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Which bar? Rebels. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So he's one of the like GMs there. That's uh, awesome. And just like moved up super fast. Yeah. And uh, has done really well for himself. So um, we've talked about kind of like, well, how does this look? Like you're doing the finance part, right? You're kind of doing the operations of the restaurant. Like let's maybe 10 years down the road like let's do it heck yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome man. yeah so we'll see i don't know i mean i'm enjoying what i'm learning right now uh-huh. um whether that's real estate a restaurant or i mean who knows uh-huh. you know, i've thought even more like philanthropic mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. um 
Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's it's an interesting question because like you know we have yeah what uh, about you? plans yeah. and stuff like that. Well, well, I mean, I was saying that like um, things change, you know. Totally. Um, like if I. I could not have told you five years ago that I was going to be here today. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it's interesting we make these plans, but sometimes they just, you know, go out the window. Totally. I don't think it's a good idea to have a five-year plan, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I just... I don't that's how I am. I just don't think that's how you live a happy life. I think right. just, like, living it with an open hand. Yeah. Um, whether you're religious or not, like, just kind of trusting in, like, the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust the process, you right. know? So... I don't know. How, I mean, to answer that, like, I don't yeah. really think that far down the road. You know? Good, like, well, yeah. I have hopes and dreams, um, but I don't have, like, as of today, I'm, like, putting in the paperwork to file a name for a restaurant. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, but, I got you. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah for sure. Similar. I think the five-year plan is, like, it just adds kind of more stress to your life. Sure. Um, I think seizing, I guess, opportunity in the moment is will lead you to whatever path you want. Enjoy the day to day, and then in five years you'll be like, man, I'm you know further than I would have thought I'd been, or you know I'm right where I want to be, or, yeah. or whatever. Let so. me ask you guys a question: What like future of tree homes? Like I know the merge, you know, is happening, but mm. where where did you envision tree homes being? Maybe like a year ago, or like where do you want? I'm, to see? I'm the same way as you, man. I, I mean, I'm very ambitious, and I want to just always be growing and yeah. learning, but. If I was to say like, hey, tree, you know, tree homes wants to have a thousand doors, like that, that's like so weak to me. Not not necessarily that it's small, yeah. But it's like, okay, I get to this point now. All my dreams are supposed to be like accomplished, yeah. You know? yeah. So it's just constantly growing, and, yeah. and we're blessed to be in a great market. And what I love totally. about this industry is there's just always something new. Totally. But you know, I just like to have good people around me, and, yeah. and be able to help them, and we all grow together, yeah. Um, the idea on the merger is that the property management company will merge and then tree homes will still exist as a brokerage. Gotcha. So yeah. that maybe take a new spin on like working with more investors and dialing in the numbers and figuring that out. Yeah, totally. Um, but same as you, man, it's like, I, I don't want to put a, maybe a, a cap on it or even an idea, just like go with it and see what happens next. Yeah. 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 I have absolutely. my personal like dreams. Like I think one day I want to get into politics and that might be 20 years from now, but slowly just meeting more people and networking. And That's super exciting. If that exciting, works out, yeah. it works out. Yeah. Yeah. What What in that attracts you, the politics? I've always loved history. Like, I, I love the Constitution, Declaration. Like, I, I love the idea of America was an experiment as a democracy. Sure. Um, and then part of the reason that I feel drawn to it is I feel like I'm good at standing for what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And if I was in certain spots and... I could like hold to what I believe and not be influenced. Yeah. And maybe that's completely not the case. You know, like maybe I got to go raise $10 million and answer to that guy. So maybe I don't get into politics, but like tomorrow is my, actually my first day of, I did this thing called leadership round rock. Okay. And you just go for one day a month, a full day. And you kind of just learn about the city. And I've been put on that path by different politicians or people that I've talked to yeah. that I've told the same thing to and they're like well just start here yeah, and see what happens so that's I yeah. mean, maybe I get into politics but I'm just taking one step and then see what happens after that yeah absolutely I think that's really smart yeah. and really exciting that's yeah, really that's cool, cool yeah. is that uh, similar to Leadership Austin yeah it's the same, same thing. thing yeah okay. same exact thing we I mean, had the, the mayor of Round Rock uh, Craig Morgan on the podcast oh cool and he talked about that I think I, he went yeah. through that program and and 
told Matt to, to do it. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Super cool. So wow. just, you know, talk to people and then take the next step. And I've had yeah. other people tell me the same thing. Um, we've got this guy, James Tellerico. He's the Texas senator. Okay. Uh, Williamson County. He's yeah. coming on in a couple of weeks. So. Just keep like learning cool. from those people. Man, I feel like I'm I'm peas compared to the like who you guys. No, are you're up there, man. man. You're yeah. up there. Man. I can be your finance manager. Just keep <laughs> me in mind whenever you're, you launch your. Highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Andrew. Um, yeah. What about you? What, just long term. Um, I mean, I really. I mean, I I have things that like I want to do, but in all honesty, I mean, uh, I just enjoy like you know day to day, and because I mean this might sound morbid, but like. I, if I die tomorrow, like, what happens to my five-year plan, right? Totally, yeah. <laughs> Nothing, you know? I'm not freaked out about that conversation at all. Yeah. Uh, don't, yeah. My wife really is. Yeah, she, But good, good thing she never watches that's any fair. of yeah, these yeah. podcasts. She doesn't care about this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's like, um, you know, like, I mean, live today, not to be cliche about, you know. Totally. Carpe diem or whatever. Blah. But, you know, it's like, choose happiness every single day and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, because you can make all these grand plans, but then they, you know, like I said, will go out the window. Yeah. So. We're reading a book on that right now about just significance. I mean. Nice. Yeah. So you're what's like, what's yeah. it called? Well, it's uh, A Man in the Mirror. Um, it's so like a okay. devotional type deal. Yeah, David cool. Devotional. That's uh, awesome. But it's like, it had these questions like, who are the, you know, 10 richest people in the world? Who are the top 10 CEOs? Who are the 10 people on the cabinet? Nobody knows these answers. Who are your 10 best friends? How do they make you feel? These are the answers you know, right? Yeah. And it's like the richest people, like it was talking about Howard Hughes, some of these guys, like I'm not judging them or anything about negative against them, but you want to try and be that person and it's it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. You just, people just forget about that. It's yeah. all about like the people around yeah, you and how totally. you support them. Right? Yeah. So it was just The point was like uh, people, humans, want to be significant, right? And so it's like these people... What they did isn't significant to us, but what the people that are significant to us are the our ten best friends, and mm-hmm. you know, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And so that's like true significance is, um, you know, finding significance in in God, um, as opposed to man. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Totally. So that made me think. It was very, I guess, <laughs> you know, um, convicting for me because, I mean, we mentioned this off air, but you know, like, so I'm uh, <laughs> pursuing acting, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's like. Um, I don't want to be Brad Pitt anymore. You know, it's like, what significance do I want to make? And I don't think that, I don't know if that's the path, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I've actually been listening to a podcast. Um, can I plug a podcast? On of course. It? Yeah. It's called the the Happiness Lab, um, okay. and it's a Yale professor who's doing a study on like what really makes people happy. And it's from a secular perspective, but it's interesting because there's scientific studies that she's doing, um, and kind of talking about how our mind pretty much lies to us and tells us like this will make you happy. So like your mind will tell you like, well, stay on the couch instead of going for a run, like stay on the couch. That will actually make you happy. Uh-huh. But in reality, like you feel better when you go on a, go for a run. Right. So being able to like kind of see past the, like the significance lie sort of sure. like that's not actually going to make you happy. Like trying to be Brad Pitt or trying to like be the number one actor in the world. Yeah. Like you think that will, but it, I mean, it just won't. I don't think it will. Right. And um, you have to kind of just pri- figure out your priorities. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, with you. there's a lot you could say about that. That's yeah. a Pandora's box. But that's a that's a good podcast. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check that's it cool. out. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any closing questions? 
Yeah, I guess uh, we try to end with advice for entrepreneurs, business people. Um, if, you know, starting, say, 18 years old or whatever, 20, totally. what would you tell yourself or somebody else? Yeah. Just general business advice. Um, man, that's a good question. It could be anything. Yeah, totally. Um, I think kind of what we talked about earlier, just be humble. Like, just ask a ton of questions. I, I wish that I had... I would, what I would tell myself uh, to my 20 year old self is try a lot of different things, like try different companies. Don't just go back to the same company every summer. Yeah. Try to get just exposed to as much, whatever that's in, whatever that is, if you're interested in art, um, history, business, engineering, like just try to get as much experience with different, because you just don't know. Like I think you cannot kind of have a direction, but just try to get exposed to as much as you can mm-hmm. um, and just ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. I, I really can't stress that enough because I'm trying to do that now. And I'm trying to tell myself that now. Right. Because I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in my mid to late 20s. Like, I should know this. Like, don't ask questions. Yeah. And it just doesn't stop. That's a stop. lie. Yeah. So just be humble right. in the words of Kendrick, mm. you know? <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I think that's that's all I would say is like just be humble and, and yeah. ask questions. That's a good one. I yeah. like that a lot. That's great. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, well, uh, Joseph, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. You don't go by Joe. I don't. My dad is Joe, so we oh. have to we have to differentiate. Cool. I kind of owned it. I don't know. I've always been Joseph. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, well, one, Joseph's my middle name. Two, right people on. are like, try it. I go by Andrew, and people are like, do you go by Andy or Drew? Drew. No. Go by Andrew. I respect that. Yeah. You say yeah. hell no. <laughs> hell no. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I want to do a short plug. Um, so we have a sponsor for this podcast, uh, Texas Best Credit Repair. Um, if you guys, the listeners slash viewers, uh, need any help with your credit, if you want to go from bad to good or good to great, uh, call Texas Best Credit Repair. Go to TexasBestCreditRepair.com. Holler at a boy, Sammy. Sam's uh, the man. Sam is the man, yeah. Um, Joseph, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Ooh, how can our listeners find out more about you and more about Guarantee? Um, yeah, if you want to learn more about Guarantee, uh, go to our website, just www.gnty.com. That's kind of our general page. Um, if you want to actually get in touch with me, yeah, um, I can get my cell phone out here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so my cell phone number is 512-905-7677. Um, and really like just reach out to me for any questions you have about banking, whether that's running a company with deposits or um, doing some financing with us. Um, I'm your resource. Cool. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I'll put your uh, information in the show notes below. Cool. Um, this was a great conversation. Again, yeah. Thanks so much for being on yeah. the podcast. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah, you guys thanks. are the best. I thanks, appreciate it. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To our listeners, sign off.